Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour number two of the program. It is all Pelicans today, save for a little break. Bottom of the hour, we're going to talk a little Tulane Green Wave on our Wave Wednesday segment with Jacob Wass. Outside of that this hour, we've got Scott Alexander coming on in just a second, and then it'll be Carter Bryant at 945 as we continue to discuss the Pelicans remarkably, miraculously winning the NBA draft. And then, of course, the absurd meltdown that is happening across the country by far too many of the national NBA punditry and big market elitists. You can find my column right now. It's 1,500 words where I rant on this at WWL.com. Pelicans celebrate the number one pick, big market elitists meltdown. I definitely suggest you read that. You can also find it through the radio.com app if you favorite WWL. Let's bring on in Scott Alexander, host of Primetime Sports on WLAE and CST. Scotty, oh my goodness, I know you've been celebrating with the rest of us the past day. <laughs> oh man. Seth, I can't even begin to tell you. Um, I'm going to start, but let's start here. I didn't, I kind of had forgotten about it honestly last night because I was working with the rugby stuff and then I had I did my show yesterday and then I had to drive up to Baton Rouge I went to the game um last night uh I just wanted to go haven't been a Tigers uh box all year I was like let's go so I went and uh I was moving from the seat to have behind plate and I was like I'm gonna go visit some friends in the suite so right about that moment I'm looking at the elevator as you know I said well, let me go see some buddies in the press box and at that moment literally they were they were redoing the redown and it was like 11 10. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to sit here and watch this for a bit, you know, figuring that the Pels would probably be 7, 8, 9, or something like that. So it got through the 9, 8, 7. I'm like, well, they're not called yet. This, at least they got a better player than they might have had before. And then all of a sudden it gets down and like 6, 5, and I'm like, what? And the other teams are the Lakers, and, and then particularly the Knicks, I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. If any of these guys get the first pick, They'd likely trade. I know the Knicks have already said they would. So you're telling me three out of four shot, and I'm still not thinking the Pels have a chance. I'm, of course, I'm thinking about that whole rig thing. It's going to be New York, L.A. I mean, they, these teams have been more abundant for way longer than the NBA appreciates. And then it comes down to us and Memphis. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and the worst-case scenario would have been Memphis, obviously. The bubble would have been burst. But when it came up, I mean, two, you know, you're not supposed to cheer in a press box, but two of us. Me and a young guy named Trey were high-fiving, jumping up and down like we had just won Academy Award. So uh, it was a fun, fun experience. And, uh, and just to see all the stuff going on on Twitter, I stayed up all night. And then today, hearing Colin Coward, happened to watch it live. And then I just said, you know what, I work with this SOB. Um, I do Fox games, you know. I, I, I'm kind of a part of their, their whole thing, have been for years. I said, I just blasted the guy because – it was so idiotic what he was saying. And, I, I, you know, I don't like to blast people. I blast comments. And I just was just said, you are a clown, sir. This is the most ridiculous thing. 
not thinking that that would be anything. It's just my thoughts. I wasn't. I didn't even look at it again for a few hours. And somebody said, "Dude, you're blowing up over here on Twitter." And I was trying to think, what the heck could I be blowing up about? You know? And uh, sure enough, man, a firestorm had begun, and that, that thing just got legs. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of funny. At D. Scott Alexander, um, 400 likes on that thing, and about 60 comments, even more. Uh, you know, tons of stuff on the next comment I made, just about the same amount of stuff. Uh, and it, it obviously hit a nerve with some people. It showed me that maybe we do have some basketball fans in the city because they were all coming to the defense of the New Orleans Pelicans and the city of New Orleans as well. Yeah, indeed. I'm glad you brought up that how fortunate the Pelicans were, not just obviously to land the number one overall pick, but how the rest of the top four worked out because, Scott, they have incredible leverage now with the Lakers at four and the Knicks at three and a possible Anthony Davis trade. I just – you're talking about threading the needle with all these percentages that had to go your way, whatever little totem that, that David Griffin brought in the tie that he gave Alvin Gentry. I mean, throw those in a museum because this is incredible. The only thing that could have been even remotely better is if the Memphis Grizzlies had been fourth and the Lakers third and then the Knicks two, because now you have every possible scenario you want, because now, you could really hold that two and that three because they're both one and the same to me. Say what you want. John Morant's going to be fabulous, and I truly believe R.J. Barrett. I know some people down on him. I think you may be one of them. I'm high on him. I'm fine with either one. So now you have all that ledger. Okay, let's just not talk about fantasy line. Let's talk about what we got. Now, if you want to deal with the Knicks, they had all the leverage on you before. I mean, you had Anthony Davis. You had the, you had the obvious big piece, but they didn't have to give you up much. They know you wanted something out of this. You were coming from a position of weakness. You would have taken Zion Williamson and whatever garbage else they wanted to give you. But, oh, now, now you have Zion Williamson yourself, and they still want him. Well, now they're, gonna, they're in the R.J. Barrett slot, as we all know. And I haven't looked at anybody else's Twitter. I promise you I haven't looked at any articles. I've been busy working the entire day. So I have no idea if I'm spouting out something right now that anybody else has said. I'm just thinking from the top of my head, when I saw this as a former agent, I said, man, if I'm sitting there going in there, and if I was David Griffin, I'd have so much power in this situation. I'd let them offer the slop they're going to offer, and then I'd throw in this, and of course they would agree because they need to come back with something, and then we, they think a deal is done, and I'm saying, oh, by the way, you're definitely giving me those two first-rounders next year. Without question, that's not even a, a piece of this conversation without them. And if we've already talked about you give me the three. We know you're going to give me Kevin Knox. I mean, I need a backup three and potentially a potential starter one day. Somebody to battle with Barrett, at least. And then you're going to give me, you're going to give me the guy you got for Porzingis. Because let's be honest here, Nick, people, we know you want three things to happen. Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. And most likely, without Anthony Davis, you're not going to get all three. You might get Durant. But you're probably not going to get Kyrie unless AD goes there. You form the big three. So you're giving me Dennis Smith Jr. too. And now all of a sudden, you know, whether you like Julius Randle or not, whether he's the guy you resign, you can resign him. You resign Peyton. You got some veterans to go along with Drew Holiday. And you have an abundance of youth. Abundance. You got a couple two- and three-year players. You can have a couple rookies coming in, all potential big-time players. Anybody seen Dennis Smith Jr., whether he's got mental problems or not, the dude is a psycho on the basketball court. He is some, some, He would bring down the house in New Orleans. He's so exciting to watch. 
Uh, and Peyton would be a steady influence if he decides to resign. So you got all that, and you have a couple first-round picks next year, and you also have your own. So your future is kind of like getting built up, too. This couldn't have not have gone any better, Seth. And excuse me once again if someone else has thrown this theory out. But that's if I'm the GM, that's what I'm doing. I'm going for all those pieces because they have the, the need, the want, and, the, and they have the know-how because they know what they want to put on their court next year, and that's A.D. Durant and, of course, Kyrie. Great stuff here from Scott Alexander, host of Primetime Sports every single week on WLAE and CST Television. All right, let's, let's get to some questions that are a lot tougher to answer. And the first is, do you believe that Zion Williamson will um, either return to Duke or try to force a trade? No. I mean, they're gonna, they may ask for a trade. There is not a chance in hell that he's going back to Duke. I can promise you that. That If that even gets brought up, it's posturing. It's just, uh, <laughs> fact is, is whether they like it or not, weren't the Knicks going to trade him to the Pelicans anyway? <laughs> the I mean, what are we even arguing about this for? Why are we even having this conversation? Because he was getting traded, apparently. That's what they told everybody. So let's go even get that out of the way. <laughs> I would say this. There's no way, particularly after the blowout sneaker incident against North Carolina, that this kid's going to go back. I mean, I know he already makes like 750000 playing for Duke, but that's, he's going to be taking a severe pay cut if he decides <laughs> I knew that not, was coming. <laughs> to go, not to go to the NBA and pass up seven, $8 million in the beginning. I know it's a rookie wage, but that number one guy still makes some pretty good coins. And he's also delaying his opportunities for that nine-figure deal that they all covet once they get into that second third contract, the third one in particular. So that said – he ain't going anywhere, bro. I mean, no, no, and Scott wouldn't. I mean, he'd have to go through this process again. I, the people saying that, right? They're acting like, well, next year it's just going to be automatic that the Lakers or the Knicks or like the Clippers or the Nets are going to get dumb. the top pick. I mean, we got to go through the lottery again. It's you know, it could be Memphis or, or Minnesota or whoever. It's small market team I've grabbing that top shows, spot. I've done eight shows from around the country today. It's weird. I mean, I, I usually get a few calls every few days, maybe, but eight other shows, and I haven't done. I've done one in New Orleans, but. But I, 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 I'm not saying I say the same things I don't. I just I go, you're my closest guy, obviously, for any of these dudes. I'm just telling you flat out, how dumb is this when you look at it from the outside? It's like, okay, maybe he'd rather play in a big market. I get it. Sure. Don't we all? I mean, yep. I mean, if you're not from New Orleans, you don't know what New Orleans is all about. You don't know how special it is, how phenomenal. And I try to tell people that when I was being the voice of reason from Atlanta or when I was in D.C. or even when I spent all the time in New York and L.A. L.A. Um, it's not a destination for free agents, but it's a pretty darn good place. It's magical once you're here. But the rest of the league just thinks it's garbage. They think the city is terrible, and they think the team is run poorly. And really, right now, you have the best possible GM that you could have possibly gotten, and you can already see a feeling around that building that this is a complete change. And I, you can say what you want about Jesse. I like the man. I've been behind him for a while. All I said is he just needed – the right pieces to avoid injury, et cetera. I know that sounds like excuse-making to some. I call it fact. It is what it is. But the things are on the up, and, and, and everything's on the, uh, the lookup for the New Orleans Pelicans organization, the franchise, Gail. I love her as the owner, uh, even more so than her husband. I think she's going to be more involved, particularly in the basketball side. And that's all we're talking about here. And I'm excited about the future, man. I really am. I'm, I was giddy all day long today, I promise you. No doubt. Final one, Scott. What happens with Anthony Davis now? He can't stay. He just can't stay. 
um, it's just too much. You know, it's one thing. Sometimes you get over your wife cheating on you, correct? If that, if that unfortunately had ever happened to anybody or, or a boyfriend or girlfriend. But you can't stay with them if they go out and tell the world that they don't want to be with you or they're not in love with you. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to do something. It's another just to basically slap your teammates in the face and say, dude, I, it's been nice. It's been a good run. That's all, folks. But I don't want to be with you because you're not good enough to be with me. So as much as it sounds <laughs> delicious to have AD and Zion together, and it could be fabulous. I'm not ruling out 100% that could happen. But I'm only using that as leverage. And I think it would be kind of fun karma to have, make him stick around for a half a year if, if Griffin didn't get <laughs> the deal he wanted. I think it would be so much fun to watch and cover. I mean, it really would. Because just seeing his, his total checked-out attitude last year um, towards the end of the season, I wonder what it would look like now. Uh, but this is just this is just – uh, conjecture because we know that this will not happen. They're going to get as many pieces like I just told you about and hopefully mix a little bit of experience but get some young legs that are dynamic players and start this thing and, and, and guys that can win immediately. If you get the right veterans around them and we got one in Drew, they can win faster than you think. Who'd you have on your show this week, Scott? Uh, Primetime Sports on WLE and CST. I know you got a few more replays coming. Only the guy that's, that leads the whole country in home runs. I mean, he does. Cody Hosey, third baseman for Tulane, right in our own backyard, 23 jacks. And uh, that's that's tied with a Vanderbilt guy and another guy from Tennessee Tech. So he's at the top. And we also had Mike Dettelier to talk about the guys at the rookie camp. And we went into detail about some of them. But he also brought the, um, you know, Archie Manning's good friend, the Greg Stock, who's the CEO of Thibodeau Medical regional medical center phenomenal conversation about what's happening with that stuff jen hale mike Dutillier, and archie manning are all big sponsors at promotion spokespeople but also we had hey, you know what the playoffs are right around the corner and i had to bring rugby on and we got the guy that's one of the best in the entire world literally and this guy could play running back or cornerback for the saints i promise you jp law uh, the second leading scorer in the entire league he's from south africa and he is a beast on the rugby pitch and uh, if he wanted to play other sports, he could be there too. But, so it's a fun show, and we're going to continue to have those kind of fun shows. And then we're going to pick heavy on the Saints next week and move forward. So it's good to be about that time, Seth. Yep, there you go. And uh, by the way, Houston at the NOLA Gold on Saturday and NOLAGoldRugby.com, right, for your tickets. That's big, Seth. That's big because I had, unfortunately, had to be out of town the last two weeks. My son graduated from college, and then I had, I had a nephew married. I am back in the box. I cannot wait. This is the final home game. This is your chance, New Orleans, because this team's the best team in the league. They have they, they are technically in second, but they're really in first because they play one less game than the team that has one more point. So, but points per game, we're in first, and we control our own destiny, and we will be in first. So, we're going to probably have two home games. I'm confident that we'll win our playoff game. But get out there Saturday. It's a later start this time, 4 o'clock. should be a little cooler about that time. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. And it's only $25. It's a great value. And I promise you, you'll have fun. And the West Bank is not kryptonite. It's a phenomenal place to be. <laughs> so get over there and have fun. All my uptown friends, all my Metairie friends, all my old Metairie friends, and my guys from Kenna, every time they come, they're like, wow, I had no idea it was this much fun. But it is. I'm just telling you right now. It's not because I work with them. It's because now I'm addicted to it and I love it. And you should check it out. Hey, there you go. All right, Scott, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. 
All right, love you, bro. All right, Scott Alexander, at DScottAlexander on Twitter, and, of course, host of Primetime Sports on WLAE and CST Television. More Pelicans discussion coming up next. Your phone calls at 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com. Now that the Pelicans have the number one pick in the draft, do you think it's enough to convince Anthony Davis to stick around? You can vote at WWL.com, radio.com app. Back after this on The Last Lap. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 